What's up, everybody? Welcome back now to Season 3, Episode 1. I'm Matthew Arbarzik. The last time I left you, I was talking to you about future plans. And we were talking about that on Season 3, we will be doing podcasts in real time when something exciting happens. And here we are. I am going to explain to you about living with epilepsy. So what does that have to do with future plans? Well, uh, future plans on the last podcast, on the last season I've explained, was that we were in the middle of a pandemic and our travels were canceled. And I gave you a preview on season three that I will be doing podcasts now, not every day, but when something exciting happens, so it could be Something tomorrow, something next week, next month, hopefully not next year. But when something exciting happens, I will post it to you. Also, I mentioned that I would like to do this either viral or if not viral, maybe do it with organizations that work with mental health, uh, such as also organizations like the Police Foundation. Since I am epileptic uh, and other types of organization, I have a job coach. She probably knows a few agencies and she said she will be working. So that is why I'm doing this first episode on season three, because that is the news so far. She has mentioned that she is going to take a look and so far no word, but the news is that that is what is going on in the process right now. And... The title is Living with Epilepsy because you've already possibly heard my first two seasons. The first season was my story as a child, teenage, and young adult. The second was our lives, which was included with family, friends. You got to hear my wife in the end of season two. And we heard a little bit about our travels and our favorite destinations. I'm sure we will talk more about that down in the future in this episode, but it's living with epilepsy. So what is epilepsy? Well, you've already heard probably in my first season that how I got the epilepsy. So long story short, got it through an ear infection, got meningitis, and meningitis caused the having the seizures. But what are seizures? Oh, seizures are something that happens inside your brain that goes completely haywire. Kind of picture it like, if you're not familiar with what a seizure is, picture a thunderstorm of lightning and tornadoes going haywire. All that happening inside your brain. And if it goes too wild, then it causes a grandma seizure and you just fall on the ground, you shake, you bust your head open, you gotta go see the dentist later on and you gotta see the doctor every single day and end up probably have to get surgery. I did all that. So that's not fun. So especially when you gotta go to school and you got your friends and they're wondering, what's he doing? Yeah, is he being funny? 
So normally, you know, you would have this teacher telling you, no, he's having a seizure, this is what it is. Some kids don't want to understand and they'll laugh at you. So out of, let's say, 30 kids in the class, 25 of them would listen to the teacher and say, oh, yeah, that's not cool. And then the other out of five of them, they would start giggling at you and laughing. So then you know who not to be around. Now, of course, when you're totally knocked out, you end up in a hospital and you're waking up wondering, like, where the hell am I? But, so that's one type of seizure, Rama. They're not fun. They're really not fun. Now, I have no idea how many times I busted my teeth. Um, so, then another kind is the one that I don't wish on anybody, not even my worst enemy. And those are the ones that you urinate. So, that, I think I've mentioned you a story. I was in karate class and urinated myself. So, you know, when you, when that happens in private at your house, you got your mom and dad, so, you know, they're not going to judge you. Obviously, you're a parent, so it's all good. Uh, But when it happens in public, regardless if it's in karate class, basketball, or any kind of event, you're embarrassed because maybe your sensei or your teacher or your coach or whoever, they understand, but then you have the students and other kids who say like, yeah, whatever, he's faking it, you know? And they'll start laughing at you. So, I don't wish that on anybody. At all. Not even my worst enemy, like I said. Then you have those that you'll get on the ground. Either you'll sit or you'll go on your knees. And you'll scream to the top of your lungs. And um, I knew someone who was like that. And I know it was a seizure. I didn't judge him. This was in high school. And I knew somebody else who was very difficult to handle it because when she had a seizure, she'll grab you and she'll try to hit you. So you had to stay calm always around her. More like be her friend than make fun of her. And one year she... Thought I said something, but it turned out to be another kid. And she grabbed my shoulder and rammed me into a pole. So I didn't fight back because somebody like me who had seizures obviously understood. Turned out fine in the end. You know, I explained myself what the situation is. She said sorry. She gave me a hug. Everything's all good. So this is in high school. I was probably a junior, sophomore maybe. And... It turned out fine. We weren't friends, friends. We just were classmates. So I have no idea what happened to this person. And then there was someone who was like me. She mainly got seizures when she gets excited. So she had to stay calm. So she couldn't join sports or anything in that kind of nature. And... So there's different types of uh, seizures that you you could have. Then you have the very minor ones that are really so 
No big deal. Look at all those pretty malls. Just stare in space for like a few seconds. Maybe you'll make a little noise here and there. You know, like a gargling noise or something. And then there's those that you don't do anything at all. You could have a conversation right now. I could be doing this podcast right now and you listening to me. And I could have a seizure and it would last maybe five seconds or less. And I would know what's going on. I'm conscious. I, I would know I'm having a seizure. So I would just stop for a second. And for maybe a microsecond, uh, I would probably be like wondering where I'm at. But obviously I'm conscious and I was like, okay, well, I'm at home. I'm good. Uh, I've gotten these kind of small seizures while I'm even crossing the street. And you're probably wondering like, oh my God. But no, actually, you know, in the beginning it kind of bothered me, but not so much. But it really... It doesn't bother me at all, these little small seizures. But what really bothered me the most out of any kind was how does it get triggered? I know what caused my seizure. It was the meningitis. I know what the creation was. It was the meningitis. That, that, uh, obviously. But what was the reason why that it triggers it? There's got to be a reason. So for many, many, many years, I've always wondered, there's got to be a reason. So I sit in my room quietly, either if it's at my parents or my own apartment like here. And one day, now all day, was nothing to do. Bored, stiffed. Nothing to do. I let the day go by, I go to bed, wake up the next morning, get ready for work, go on with the week, and the week goes by, and one day it just hits me. You know, I didn't have a single seizure on that specific day, that day that I was bored. Let's just pick a day. Let's say it was Monday, okay, for figure speech. So that Monday, I didn't have, I didn't do anything, so I didn't have a single seizure. And Tuesday, okay, maybe I went to play some basketball. Okay, go back home, I relax, I got maybe one or two seizures. Thursday, I go to work, and I, I get six or seven seizures. So this is around the time of Wednesday. Wednesday, I'm off, I'm doing nothing. I'm like, that's a pattern around here somewhere. When I'm not doing nothing and I'm bored stiff, I don't get a seizure. As soon as I start doing activities, if it's an activity that I like, I get one to two seizures. If I start doing activity when I'm like doing something nervous because I'm around people that are either going to criticize me for no particular reason, such as my job at Winn-Dixie, I'm getting half a dozen seizures a day. That's just the morning. Now, after that, you got to add the afternoon and also, you know, do the math. You've already heard the first podcast. You know how it works. So, I was like, 
Okay, now I understand. These are emotional seizures. These are seizures that are caused by emotions, excitement, nervous, stress, sadness, etc. How do you stop that? So I went to see my doctor and told him about the situation. He goes, well, there's really nothing you could do. I mean, unless if you, you know, meditate and relax, find something you like, and maybe go that way. But the thing is, it's hard because emotions is part of life. You know, it, happiness is a good thing. Sadness, you know, it's part of life. You know, you expect to be sad at some point when someone dies in the family, you're going to cry. So you're, you're going to have that emotion. Yeah, anger. You could try to control that. You know, that's that's a willing right there. You, you know, you're not going to force yourself to get angry. You can, but then, you know, what's the point? Uh, try to control. You could control your anger. The point is you have to be volunteering on, enough to do that. I, I know. I've been there. I had to actually see therapy for that. And sometimes I, there's bursts that happen, but I still work on it. Not with therapy, but with friends who had the same situation that I had. People that I know. And what I'm doing right now with this podcast is actually probably helping me. Because maybe in the future I'm going to be help somebody that is like me. I mentioned that before in some of the other podcasts. So that's what I found that triggered my seizure. So... I tried meditating, but meditating is so hard, especially when you have people around you. And you could say, well, uh, do it in your room uh, by yourself and when there's nobody around. Yeah, true. But then what if the phone rings? Well, how do you know when the phone rings? It's true. But also there's your neighbors. What if they're rowdy neighbors? Or there's always something going on. And see, that's the problem right there. So, either you gotta go to a special place to meditate, or if you can't meditate, find something that you like, like a passion. Maybe it's cooking, maybe it's baking, maybe it's, in my situation, photography. And that's where the photography comes along. And I'll tell you, on the next podcast, Season 3, Episode 2, coming up next time. See ya. Peace! Thank you.